0: This is the HCM Technology News Roundup from the HCM Technology Report. It's Monday, December 27th, 2021. I'm Mark Pfeffer with this week's news and a conversation about ransomware with Tim Eats, CEO of the security firm V-Armor. But the news first. Recruiting Platform Paradox raised a $200 million Series C investment round. The round was led by Stripes, Sapphire, and Toma Bravo. The company's AI assistant helps employers automate candidate screening, interview scheduling, onboarding, and other tasks through a simple mobile experience. Paradox has worked with more than 500 clients around the world. Corn Ferry launched Corn Ferry Intelligence Cloud, a talent analytics platform. Intelligence Cloud combines data with the company's consulting expertise and its intellectual property. It's designed to help solve the challenges involved with acquiring, managing, and mobilizing the right talent and skills. Corporate spending on HR technology rose 57% in 2021. That's according to Sapient Insights HR Systems Survey. The survey found that an average of 16 HR systems were used by most organizations this year, up from 10 systems in 2020 and 9 in 2019. Applicant tracking systems also expanded by 62% as more employers spend more money on recruiting solutions. Talent intelligence platform Searchlight closed a Series A round of $17 million. It was led by Founders Fund. The company also launched its talent intelligence platform designed to aid hiring teams in assessing and retaining quality hires. The platform offers companies the ability to measure and improve the quality of hire, the company said. And finally, Trinet has signed a definitive agreement to acquire Zenefits, a people operations platform designed for SMBs. The seller is Francisco Partners, a global investment firm that specializes in partnering with technology businesses. Details of the stock and cash transaction weren't disclosed. The Zenefits platform provides HR, HR, Benefits, payroll, and employee engagement software. And now, Tim Eats, CEO of the security firm V Armor. We're going to talk ransomware. Tim, thanks for being here. We're talking, uh, focusing on what happened to Kronos. And I wondered if you could start by telling me what happened.
1: Well, uh, Kronos is, is a regular ransomware attack, right? It's, um, we, we see these in, uh, around the world now uh, all the time. I was talking to a service provider yesterday, you know, a small managed service provider. Actually, focused on healthcare, and um, two of their customers get hit by ransomware every single week, every single week. And so, it's kind of, you know, you know, it, I know obviously in the in the pandemic, everybody talks about the new normal. Ransomware is the new normal for organizations, and being ready for it. Uh, is a mindset as well as a practice and a program that you have to implement. And this is a key wake-up call for kind of like the HR systems and, yeah, as a community and the HR folk to, it's, it's, but it's another work. This is, you're gonna hear about this probably every 48 hours for the next three, four, five, 10 years, whatever the time frame is.
0: Can you explain, you know, what the impact has been on Kronos? I mean, it sounds like the hackers got to their data.
1: Um Yeah, you know, they get to the data, they compromise the data, they 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 hold the the HR information, but you know, they, they hold the information back and obviously they 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 uh hold the organization for ransom that they you know, to give the information back. But the thing that's you know in, in, has been increasing over recent years, um is the realization of value of the data being held by the HR systems. You know, I've been in cybersecurity for 20 plus years. Um, and we started out with these worms that went propagating around the world, That's what started out, but they were very popular back in the day. And then we went off to the financial records of things like that. And you know, I had my identity stolen a bunch of times. Um but the HR systems are, are now you know crown jewels for the hackers. They can go after them, they have. Very sensitive information, and can give massive reputational damage to the organization if they're uh, uh, released out into the wild. And so, but some of these healthcare organizations they have nowhere near the budgets of, of the banking organizations that have been the typical target. So you got a challenge where the HR systems are now a great target. You know the HR uh, uh, community don't have the same budget issues, um, and so. You know, and yet these attacks are more prevalent and they don't have the same security programs.
0: Do you, I don't know how familiar you are with all the various HR and HCM platforms that are out there and, and workforce management platforms that are out there. Um, I'm wondering if you think they're particularly vulnerable to this kind of attack. You touched on this just just now talking about security, but I'm wondering if, if the HR solutions are particularly vulnerable.
1: I, I think they are for a couple of reasons. One, a lot of them are legacy and old and are like held back in legacy systems. Um, even the new ones, you know, the human capital management side, I, I, they're not, it's completely different to a payment gateway in a bank. A payment gateway in a bank is used to being attacked, right? The large databases, they are used to being, they have been made more resilient um, over the last 20 odd years of of, of attacks. Um, these HR systems are not, ha, because they haven't been selected as a main attack, or uh, uh, target for as long as the banking systems, as, as long as the payment gateways, as long as the financial systems, um, they're not as resilient and they don't have the same programs. So, yeah, I, I think that they're, they're they're vulnerable for two reasons. One, they're a big target now. And, they, and clearly the hackers are woken up to like going after them. And two, because they don't have the, the budgets, like I said earlier, and they don't have the, the depth of, of years of being attacked. So, that you know, we always talk about defense in depth. If you've been a target for a long period of time, you haven't had a whole series of different types of, protection mechanisms and detection mechanisms. And these guys don't have it quite so much.
0: Now, given that you, you think that this is going to happen pretty regularly for the next you know, several years, at least, for sure. um, Sorry. Is, is the technology of cybersecurity in general up to dealing with all of this or does it need more of an investment in time and money?
1: Well, that's, what, that's actually the good news on this, right? I mean, I'm not going to be the guy that runs around saying all bad things happen because of cyber. But I mean, there is actually there is actually a, a, a silver lining here, um, and it's very clear right? the the things that the things that's happening in cybersecurity is quite interesting. The the old tools are showing their age, right? And so a lot of the old tools that if they had to deploy them is old. They're complex to manage. Um, they're difficult to install. They're difficult to operate sometimes. Um, They're not made as intuitive as they are are now. The modern day tools, right? The tools that you're seeing that getting heavily invested in that you've seen lots of venture companies getting invested in at the moment um, is because they're simple and intuitive and easy to use. And so that means that you can operate them at a a, a lower uh, human bandwidth level. It means that your time to value is easier um, and it's much more simple to implement. And so Yet I think the tooling is easier, which means the manpower and the, the training is more simple. Um, and you don't have to use the legacy tools because the new tools are easier and more simple. And the faster time to value, right? So with the rise of APIs as a kind of a core play, this gets a lot easier to do. So that's the good news. And then the, the other part of that is start them. You know, when you start your security program around some of these tools or when you're inspecting or re-inspecting your security program around these tools, just by starting by discovering visibility and having the observability of what is going on will allow you how to, to build upon a security program. So you know, everybody talks about zero trust, even Biden's talking about zero trust, but it starts with the basic thing of understanding what's going on in your environment. And you can use modern tools some of which you can install in like 10 15 minutes and you'll get visibility very very quickly so that's the good news you can do it um and, and it's a way cheaper way easier to use much more intuitive uh than ever before
0: realistically i mean you know this this stuff is, these platforms are sort of under the day to day purview of the it department mm-hmm. um realistically how can hr departments protect themselves and their data from this happening?
1: Well, I think they play an essential role, right? Um, You're going to see this emerging category coming out called HDR, human defense and response, right? Um, Where the the training tools for their employees that can be pushed out through HR programs um, can be pushed out uh, to the employees and give real-time training. See, the thing is about... You know the human vector is still the biggest entry point, obviously, right? So, if you can train your employees, you know, in real time of what they're doing wrong. Let me give you an example. Um, Mark is working in an environment, and um, uh, and he steps on malware. And Tim is working in the same environment, but I get uh, an anti I get a phishing attack. If when you step on that malware, or when I do the phishing tools. There are programs that have been pushed out by the HR tool teams to train you specifically on malware at that point in time, that in-moment training. And me for phishing, the the effectiveness of that training has been dramatically increased rather than running an annual program, right? I'm saying you still have to do your annual programs, but the HR people can run programs now that will drive in-moment training and much better, much more effective training programs um, to um, drive a better security culture because you know, securing the organization is everybody's responsibility, right? But you have to be aware of what you're doing and these programs are there are now uh, available to do that. And you're gonna see HR programs, I believe, uh, uh, in, endorse this new category called HDR.
0: You know, it's interesting, you just said, um, you. You mentioned that security is everybody's responsibility, but does everybody know that?
1: That's a great question. Um, obviously, I'm biased because I've been security a long time, and you know, and, and I would say it doesn't mean even at your, even at your household. You know, you, have, you, you my, I, my, my wife, I don't have kids, but if I have kids, you know, securing the household is everybody's responsibility. You should always shut your front door. You should always lock lock the doors when you go out, the, you know, around the neighborhood or whatever you're doing. You should always keep a high There's a thing called neighborhood watch, right? Everybody, it's everybody's responsibility. Are they are they aware of it? Um, I think some people have selective memory disorder, but I think it's part of your onboarding of the organisation, part of your ongoing um, human capital management program. You know, I'm sure training is part of that, but um, the security training should be at the forefront because it should be a part of everybody's responsibility. But then, like, can come back to? If you can train people in moment, the effectiveness of that will be way better.
0: Tim, thanks very much for
1: stopping by today. Very nice to meet you. Always fun to catch up.
0: And that's it for this week. The HCM Technology News Roundup is produced by the HCM Technology Report. We're a publication of Recruiting Daily. The Roundup's also a part of Evergreen Podcasts. To see all of their programs, visit www.evergreenpodcasts.com. And to keep up with HR technology, visit the HCM Technology Report every day. We're the most trusted source of news in the HR tech industry. Find us at www.hcmtechnologyreport.com. I'm Mark Pfeffer. Do you love news about LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, and just about every other recruitment tech company out there? Hell yeah. I'm Chad. I'm Cheese. We're the Chad and Cheese Podcast. All the latest recruiting news and insights are on our show. Dripping in snark and attitude. Subscribe today wherever you listen to your podcasts. We We out. The world's best known investor and Wall Street expert Warren Buffett once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway.